Quite early in the fourth century, beginning in the Eastern Church and then spreading westward to the Roman Church, Christians established a feast day to honor all the saints, those that the church is competent to declare are in heaven and the far vaster numbers known only to God. Now originally this feast was celebrated on May 13th as the Feast of All Martyrs, but somewhere in the 800s, Pope Gregory IV moved it to November 1st, where it has remained ever since and is known as the Feast of All Saints. Who is a saint? The one who is in heaven. Now, it is unfortunate that so many Christians today think of the saints as somehow disconnected from the rest of us who are still on our pilgrim way. The idea is, well, the saints are there and we're here, and that pretty much sums it up. Nothing could be further from the truth. Why? At every Catholic funeral service, the priest will say the following words. My brothers and sisters, we believe that all the ties of friendship and affection which knit us as one throughout our lives do not unravel with death. Now, perhaps we're so used to those words, they no longer impact our thoughts and prayers. Perhaps grief and loss, maybe anger at God for taking a loved one, blocks us from hearing those words. How many here have suffered the loss of a family member or a close friend who you loved as a brother or a sister? Every, almost every one of us has gone through this. Those words are designed for us in those horrible moments when our loved one is taken into the mystery of death, not only to comfort us, but to renew a profound hope that impacts both the living and those who have passed through death. That death has no power to destroy the life-giving relationships we were graced to forge in this life. Yes, death radically changes those relationships. Gone are the conversations, those private jokes, those treasured activities, the simple visits over a cup of coffee, the teasing and the bantering that only those with whom we share a bond of intimacy derive so much joy. And that's why we hurt. That's why we ache and mourn when a loved one leaves us behind. We so miss those activities. Those words, the person's mannerisms, even just having the simple presence of the other that brought such comfort and security. But the love, the friendship survives the grave. There are only two things we take with us when we pass through death. The knowledge we acquired in this life and the love that we were graced to give and receive. Death is powerless to touch them. I have never liked referring to those who've gone before us as the dead, because if they departed this life with faith in Jesus, they are far from being dead. They are really more alive than we are. How? They see the truth 
in all of its glory, whereas you and I struggle to discern the truth in a world filled with distracting and tantalizing illusions that we get so easily lost in. They understand why their lives unfolded as they did, whereas usually you and I do not. They saw the reasons for the tragedies and the sufferings they endured. Whereas you and I often rail against God in those moments as if we have some kind of inherent right to be immune from such things. They are no longer fallen creatures, but have achieved the fullness of their redemption, and they have faith's goal, God. You and I must, in this life, grope and plod and scratch our way through Oftentimes, a deep darkness. They are not dead at all. They are in the fullness of life that God designed us for, and therefore they have attained the fullness of their humanity. They no longer need faith. They don't need the gospel. They don't need sacraments, because they have Jesus completely, totally, fully. Well, you and I, totally reliant on faith, on gospel, on sacraments, if we hope to slog our way successfully through this pilgrimage. And because these men, women, and children, the saints in heaven, are so fully alive, so fully and completely human, their capacity to receive and give love to God, to each other, and to us, knows no limits. If you think that your family member or friend loved you while the two of you were in this world, take that love, add to it all those wonderful experiences you shared, multiply it by infinity, and that is the depth of love for you your loved one has until that moment when God calls you to surrender in faith and hope to this mystery we call death. Then, in that moment, we shall see the truth as the saints do, because we shall have become saints. The difficulty we have is that our perceptions, our thinking, even our language, are all dictated by the limits of our understanding. We are made for eternity, but are imprisoned by our conceptions of time. From the vantage point of our loved ones in heaven, time no longer has any meaning. It has no value, no relevance. And what for us are impenetrable mysteries are for them so crystal clear. We celebrate those who've passed from this life and are now fully with God, experiencing the fullness of life. But in doing so, we also renew the bonds of love and affection we were graced to have with them. That love that affection was not laid in the graves with the bodies of our loved ones. 
It went with their souls before the Lord of life, and it never stops growing. Their love for us only intensifies, desiring that we come to share what they now have. But have we forgotten them? They never forget us.